Hi, this is Eve Decker. Welcome to my podcast, Loved, Mindful and Musical Perspectives on Daily Life. Episode 11, Faith in This Too Shall Pass. There's a Sufi wisdom story about a dying man with two grown sons. On his deathbed, the father gave his sons a box with two rings inside. One ring was extremely valuable and rare, bejeweled and worth millions. The other ring was a small band made of common metal. The elder son, claiming he had a right to choose first because of birth order, took the valuable ring and left, intending to live a wealthy and remarkable life. The younger son took the metal band. Many years later, the two brothers encountered each other again. The older son had had many experiences, but ultimately had spent his wealth, lost his friends, and was living in misery. The younger son, while not wealthy, was content and happy. The older brother asked, What happened? When I took the prized ring all of those years ago, I expected to be the one who found happiness. But now I'm miserable, and you are the happy one. The younger brother showed his older brother the metal ring, which he still wore. Inscribed on it were the words, This too shall pass. He said, Throughout my years, when something was hard, I would look at these words and remember not to despair, for this too shall pass. And when times were good, I would look at these words and remember not to become arrogant, but simply to enjoy pleasant moments with gratitude, because they too would pass. And so I've learned to live with contentment, making peace with the truth that whatever is happening, this too will pass. This too shall pass has become almost a trite phrase in our culture, sometimes used without explanation to minimize or ignore pain. But it's also a source of genuine wisdom, The human mind has a tendency to think things are permanent when they're not. So when we're in a difficult situation, mistaking it as permanent, we can become despairing. And when we're in a good place, mistaking it as permanent, we can think, wow, I've got it made, and become self-satisfied or complacent. In Buddhism, there's a teaching on change called the Eight Worldly Winds, The Buddha taught that understanding this teaching could bring great relief and ease. During a time when life felt excruciating and unmanageable for me personally, I really took refuge in this teaching. My mind could not see how my pain would end, but the teaching gave me enough hope that I chose to have faith in the possibility that this too shall pass. And you know what? It did pass. Because this teaching was so helpful to me and to so many of my students, I'd like to share it in part with you here. You'll notice some repetition. This is because Buddhist teachings were part of an oral tradition for hundreds of years, and repeating phrases was a way to memorize them. Memorizing teachings that speak to us still has value today. The Eight Worldly Winds teaching is called the Lokavipati Sutta, and this is part of it. These eight worldly conditions spin after the world, and the world spins after these eight worldly conditions. Which eight? Gain, loss, status, disgrace, praise, 
blame, pleasure, and pain. These are the eight worldly conditions that spin after the world, and the world spins after these eight worldly conditions. For uninstructed people, they arise. For well-instructed people, they also arise. So what difference is there between well-instructed people and uninstructed people? Gain arises for uninstructed people. They do not reflect. Gain has arisen for me. It's inconstant, impermanent, and subject to change. They do not discern it as it actually is. Similarly, loss, status, disgrace, blame, praise, pleasure arise, pain arises. They do not reflect, pain has arisen for me. It's inconstant, impermanent, and subject to change. They do not discern it as it actually is. Their minds remain consumed with the gain, consumed with the loss, with the status, the disgrace, the blame, the praise, the pleasure. Their minds remain consumed with the pain. They cling to gain and struggle against loss. They cling to status and struggle against disgrace. They cling to praise and struggle against blame. They cling to pleasure and struggle against pain. And as they're engaged in clinging and struggling, they're not released from distress. They are not released, I tell you, from suffering and stress. Now, gain arises for well-instructed people. They reflect, gain has arisen for me. It's inconstant, impermanent, and subject to change. They discern it as it actually is. Similarly, loss, status, disgrace, blame, praise, pleasure, and pain arise. For each of these, they reflect, this has arisen for me. It's inconstant, impermanent, and subject to change. They discern it as it actually is. Their minds don't remain consumed with the gain or the loss, with the status or disgrace, the blame, the praise, the pleasure. Their minds don't remain consumed with the pain. They do not cling to gain or struggle against loss. They do not cling to status or struggle against disgrace. They do not cling to praise or struggle against blame. They do not cling to pleasure or struggle against pain. And they thus abandon clinging and struggling. So they're released from distress. They're released, I tell you, from suffering and stress. This is the difference. This is the distinction. This is the distinguishing factor between well-instructed people and uninstructed people. One thing I like about this teaching is that there's no judgment about being what's called here an uninstructed person. We simply learn the inevitability of change when we learn it. Then we observe for ourselves whether or not the teaching seems to be true. And if it does, we can experiment with or rest some faith in the idea of letting go of some of our grasping and struggle and riding along with change.
the Buddha's very last words before he died were, All conditioned things are impermanent. Strive on with diligence. I interpret this to mean persevere with awareness, kindness, and compassion toward all things, including yourself and your ever-changing experience. This song was written shortly after I had begun studying this teaching and taking it to heart. May it be of support to you. The sky is gray Against the landscape of your heart It's been that way For far too long You toss and turn Waiting for change to come You wonder where You're going wrong You call your friend Say your prayers and will this end Keep on wandering Although we try, we can't predict The journey of the soul You gotta let it go Take it on faith Let it go, take it on faith hard to see when you're caught up in the struggle hard to believe you're doing all right don't let your pain make you do something foolish just love yourself take this right on faith take it on
This podcast was produced, recorded, and edited by my brother, Ben Decker. For information about individual or group Dharma coaching sessions, classes, and live concerts, go to my website, evedecker.com. There, you can also buy and download music from any of my five albums. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Loved. We are loved.